There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the Morning. We are live. This is not a rerun. It's Thursday, December 29th, 2022. I'm Jace. Lex and Holly are off for the holiday. Uh, from Lori and Julia, Grant is here. My husband Colin's here and gal pal Lisa LaCourcier. Uh, and we're continuing. Well, first, before I, before I read this email, that will spur a discussion. It's actually, we had a great idea from a listener, but I just want to touch base on that dirt alert story that Grant just did. I'm going to talk about it on the TV show, too. Uh, my husband texted me, settle down, Andy Cohen. You didn't come on. <laughs> Here's my executive producer. Jeff has a line and it's so true. There are no new ideas anymore. Exactly. There are no, especially in television. There are no new ideas. Um, kids say the darndest things. Uh, Art Linkletter did that. And then uh, Letterman stole it. And then Car- I mean, Carson stole it. And then Letterman stole it. Uh, Howard Stern did a jaywalking type thing. And then Jay Leno took a jaywalking thing. Um, David Letterman took Howard Stern talking to his mother and then David Letterman had his mother on the show. I mean, there are no people take ideas and they morph it. So Andy, you didn't invent a bar being on a set for heaven's sake (laughs) or two chairs facing each other. Tom Snyder did that on the late, late show. Um, and on the tomorrow show on NBC, you're, I don't know. Hollywood I love speaking. you, Andy, but this is, seriously, yeah. just settle down. It, it's just there. James he he is like it. the original on a lot of different things. Yeah, and it's does. like, no, come on. No, look, look, I'm taking nothing away from his success, but the truth of the matter is if you really want to get down to it, everybody that does a show like Andy's or mine or Conan O'Brien's or Letterman, Everybody is doing a variation yeah. of Johnny. Yes. Everybody's doing a variation yes. of Johnny. Yes. Um, and, and the desk, the band, or music, whether it's a DJ or a bar, because literally, Andy's bar, the function is the Ed McMahon function. It's something to play with. It's a side. It's a sidekick of sorts to play with. There you go. And Andy Co- or Conan O'Brien had Andy Richter. Um, Rosie O'Donnell had the band leader. I can't think of his name. Um, oh, God, from the Rosie O'Donnell show. Colin, you watched him as a kid. I remember he was oh, blonde do, hair. Anyway. I do not remember. But anyway. Every, but it's a Paul Schaefer. It's a Kevin Eubanks. It's a, yes, yeah. it's, it's everybody. So, and it's not so much the John bar. John McDaniel? No. Yes. John, yes, that's it. Yeah. John, John McDaniel. Yeah. 
my point is everybody is doing a variation of Johnny. So if you want to give anybody credit, it's Carson. <laughs> and if you really want to go back, it's really Steve Allen. So come on. And the fact that well, he does the same thing to um, Andy does about like Radio Andy. Like he thinks it's so revolutionary. I'm like, well, my talk's been doing it way longer than Radio Andy has. So, Uh, (laughs) yes, very true. Very, very well said. Yeah. I mean, my favorite fun fact, as I look at a picture of Johnny, um, you know, that that format, which seems very simple. That format really didn't exist before Johnny, even with Alan and Jack Parr. The host comes out. I'm talking about host coming out, standing in front of a curtain, doing a monologue, going to the desk, the band, the sidekick. That format, which is now so American, it's seeped. I mean, it's really a very American thing. It's one of the things that we really did export. We've imported a lot of television shows from the UK and, you know, everything from Sanford and Son to all the family to who wants to be a millionaire, the weakest link. But the talk show format that we all enjoy now, that is truly American. That's an American thing. That format was hammered out by a hammered Johnny Carson <laughs> and Ed McMahon in Florida over two weeks. Wow. They they were hired. Johnny gave the green light to get Ed McMahon, and they went to Florida at a resort, and they got hammered, and they hammered out the format in about two weeks. I might, it might even been shorter. Uh, and then boom, that's, you know, what is still existing today. Great story. Um, the format everyone's doing. So Andy settle down. (laughs) Um, let's get to some mail here. We got another piece of mail with a great idea actually for my husband. Uh Oh, so the, yeah, Annie, Annie writes in Annie Butler. That's a great name. Isn't that? I love it. That's like a, that's like a character, like an Allie McBeal. Annie Butler. <laughs> Sounds like a character you would see like on a law show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Annie writes to us, such a fun week of shows. That's right. It's been so much fun hearing uh, Colin and Lisa in studio. We hear so much about Colin. It's fun to actually get him live. Although, although I wish you would make him do a forced show review. You made him watch Knott's Landing. I really want to know what he truly thinks about it. <laughs> it's also fun to hear Grant and Jason together. Such a great duo. Aww, Thank you, Annie. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, so, Colin, a forced review, forced show review of my beloved Knott's Landing. Knott's Landing? I've, sure. I, that I forced you to watch. Um, you know, I actually prefer to watch old reruns of Knott's Landing than a lot of the new stuff that we have on tv right now it stands the test of time now some of it is you know dated and corny and it's like okay you know but overall it's i like the drama i like the intrigue i like you know i'm in love with Paige and um greg Greg and the cat and mouse game that they just play with each other fantastic um you know we started you started me on a later season so i don't have abby to go off of and see i know that's right regret that but um no i think it's great now like i said it's funny to see how tv has changed they will take something and stretch it for many episodes and it's like this is a whole plot line good lord but they had to fill 26 episodes an hour each week yeah it's a lot so yeah i am gonna take like a who's calling me i don't know I missed the phone call. I don't have voicemail. It's 1982. What do I do? Oh my gosh. I need to. They keep calling. It's like, okay. 
you know, that's the kind of stuff they'll stretch out. And I'm like, this well, is a plot? Okay. And, and he is he is actually telling the truth because I, I wouldn't care if he, I, I would know if he really didn't like it. Again, I asked this in conjunction with the talk show thing because it is another thing, and I think Colin will agree, it is another thing, it's another example of it is a format, it is a concept that is pretty universal. That it is, that's why it does frustrate me that out of all the crap that they've recycled and brought back, if I were Warner Brothers owns it, they own the rights to it. If I were Warner Brothers, I would bring back the show, but I, I don't know if I would bring back any of the original cast. But the concept is still interesting because the concept is based on a really, uh, really big movie for its day called scenes from a marriage. Um, and it was a, a critically acclaimed. It actually just made Rolling Stones or I'm sorry, varieties list of the hundred best movies of all time. Oh, wow. And it's about, it's a, it was a pretty contemporary movie for its time. And it was a movie about different marriages, you know, a couple in turmoil, a young couple, a stable couple. And that's literally what Knott's landing is. But it's centered on the couples in a cul-de-sac. And you see mm-hmm. you see these different types of couples going through back in the day. I mean, it was 1970. Actually, just two days ago was its anniversary of its debut um, in 1979. But it was it was a uh, it was and it was actually created first before Dallas. It is a spinoff of Dallas, but it was created first. Hmm. And they took it to CBS, and CBS was like, uh, no. We want something bigger, grander. So they came up with Dallas. And then Dallas became a huge hit. And then obviously, because a network does what a network does, they get greedy. They want to <laughs> go to the they want to go back to the teat um as many times as they can. They said, Oh, remember that Knott's Landing show? Could you spin off a Ewing? Could you take a Ewing and put them in the cul-de-sac? And the David Jacobs, the creator, said, Sure. Thus came Knott's Landing. And then that ran actually longer than its daddy. It ran longer than Dallas. But if I were CBS or I was Warner Brothers, I would do that show again. I would do a whole different. I would even do a different cul-de-sac. I, I was going to say, people, would you call it Knott's Landing, though? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you got to play on the brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to pay, if you're Warner Brothers, I would. This is. I have the. I would. This is the whole plan. I would reboot it. I would maybe have maybe Karen still live there. Maybe if you're going to have one holdover, <laughs> you um, pick Karen over over uh, Abby. Abby? Oh well, yeah, Abby would be there too, or Paige. You know, I love Nicolette, but yeah, she'd be a great one to bring. She back. the one with the blonde hair. Yeah, Nicolette Sheridan. I remember yeah. when we were working together last time. You told me about her, and I looked yeah. her up. And I'll never forget that gold hair. Yeah. It'd oh be, yeah. It'd be nice if like she was running the Sumner Group now, and she was yes, the, she was the Greg kind of character. <laughs> The great William Devane, who's still alive, but he's in his 80s. I don't know if he'd be interested. But anyway, and I would put it on CBS. I would. The networks. Yeah. Run it it's right, a more, right before Blue Bloods. That's right. <laughs> it is it, for that demo. It would be great. For the demo that it, that it would attract, it would get actually my, it would get great ratings. The, the people would watch it and it would go great. Well, this, it would go great with next to Blue Bloods. Nostalgia sells. It. How do you watch it? How do you watch Knott's Landing? I have a bootleg. Uh, somebody sold me a bootleg. Uh, 
hard drive with every with all 344 episodes. No way. Because it's not available anywhere. You can't oh, okay. get it. Well, so I was like, okay, that's something that I remember watching when I was a kid. Yeah. You but... can't. Oh, this is one of my favorite versions of the theme. This is Thank season you, 12. Yes, it is. I could have told you that right off the bat. I yeah. love the saxophone in that. I know. I'm saying that's the one thing. Like, it's like uh, 90s, 90s. Lo- dentist lobby music. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is this is actually one of my favorite. This is the ninety ninety one season. Mm-hmm. It does crack me up when we're watching it. The credits go on forever. <laughs> this is a minute and thirty seconds. And this one's oh, yeah. short compared to it's, there's a really <laughs> slow version, and they like pan around like the sandcastle or whatever season 10. Oh season god, 10. and then they oh, add god. like a bridge because it's not long <laughs> enough 10. for the cast. Yep. I'm like. So there's a bridge in the middle of it that they throw in there. I'm like, this is a three-minute opening credits. <laughs> oh, that's another thing that changed in TV. Lisa, you remember, opening title sequences, the Love Boat theme was like four minutes long. <laughs> I love because, a good opening theme, but four minutes is too much. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, even I say that. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Oh, what's this? This is season 10 with the seagulls and oh, the this sand. Oh, this is a sand, this is about 14 minutes long, yeah. Oh, so 90s. They loved a saxophone in yeah, the they 90s. Did. Oh, they did. Kenny G and yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> saxophone and shoulder pads. That's right. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. After 14 years. You loved me? 344 episodes. Oh, God. Emotions unresolved until now. Happy been expecting you one last night to say goodbye are you still sleeping with greg every morning every night twice on saturdays when the loose ends get tied up on nuts this has been a jason and alexis classic commercial we now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show i cried that night Mm. that was the uh, promo for the final episode of knots landing in 93 Mm. a look inside our life friends you know i think i can quote that promo because jason literally runs these he has a playlist that plays in the car when we're driving and stuff. I love yeah. it. You yes. are a man so. of nostalgia, aren't you? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Me too. It's well, the best you drug. know, it is funny. It's a it's a scary glimpse, as Colin just said, into uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to, and Colin will know well. I and I don't. I don't know if I have it pulled up, but I used to practice announcing. Like I would. I I loved announcers. Like I I. On the love boat. Exactly. <laughs> like, I love the old ABC guy, and I'll play him next. But, and I used to, my dad, it would drive my dad crazy. Would, <laughs> I'd, be in the, I'd be in the back of my mom's 1979 black Trans Am with T-tops. Hell and yeah. I would have, yeah, and I would have uh, my tape recorder, and I would tape record stuff off the speaker of the TV, and then I would be in the back, and I would recite the commercials. And I loved it, and my dad would get so irritated if I have to hear that blinking commercial one more time. And he's like, "You're talking to yourself." I'm like, "No, I'm not talking to myself. I'm playing t- playing TV announcer." But anyway, oh, foreshadowing. Hey. I know. Seriously, it worked out pretty damn well. It, for it, you know what? It worked out for me. Yeah. It worked out for me. I so, love it. welcome back, everybody. We are live on this Thursday, December 29th, twenty twenty two. I'm Jace uh, with Grant, Lisa, and Colin, and this is our last live show. Uh, we're in reruns on Friday and Monday, but next week, next Tuesday, everybody, well, most of the crew's back um, from the holiday break. Thanks for being with us. And again, every commercial break, we continue to get really nice emails, so we really appreciate it. We've had a we've had a good time. You've had a good time, haven't you, Lisa? The best. I mean, 
I think our favorite is when Colin was ignoring us at the beginning of the show. I that was really fantastic. loved that. Now for, I know how much. All, all for That's naught. Because right. <laughs> Delta told me, sorry, nothing we can do. Yes. So, oh, but you tried, babe. You tried. I tried. Yeah. You tried. Okay. Well, I thought since I went on, everyone, I mean, please, if you've listened to this show for two seconds, you've known since 2008 that my favorite shows are <laughs> Dallas and Knott's. But I have others on the list. Uh, just to get, to get to know everybody more, uh, Grant, I don't know this about you. If you had to construct, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, mm-hmm. give me a show in your top 10 of all time. Like a show that you would put, if you, forget forget a list by Variety or anybody, if you had to construct a list for yourself of your favorite shows of all time, mm-hmm. well, well, give me give me one or two or three that would be on that list. All right. Well, I was a really big fan of Lost. The, myste- the mystery oh. behind that show just got me. I love that show. Um, I grew up watching Home Improvement with my dad. And I thought that show just kind of it, it hit home that that character that one it has a real nostalgic factor to me, and I would say finally, and I was talking about this one with uh, Colin just a second ago. I would like I liked the original nine hundred two one zero from back in the nineties. Oh, that show! I was just telling him that I can't watch all the episodes now because ha- like a bunch of them have music in them that's copyrighted, and you can't play it so it's an unfortunate situation jason just said that about knots landing because oh, lisa in the commercial break goes where can you why can't we find it mm-hmm. and it's music rights yeah so they have a lot of episodes but there's a lot of gaps so i would love to bring that back and watch it but home improvement because of just the nostalgic factor lost the mystery behind it didn't end very well and i hated was, the ending yeah the ending hated was it. terrible i mean it was everything really? yeah well they said they, they, what they said it wasn't the entire time it oh, in fact God. was I was so mad. Yeah, we I was to... so mad. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's, God. well, I'm glad this this will trip us into a, a net because somebody, I think it was Rolling Stone. I saw it online. The worst. Oh, BuzzFeed took it off of a Reddit thread. The worst series finales of all time. So many people don't mean to point. You, so many people chose Lost. Yeah, it was, it was horrid. Horrible. I was so like I had invested so much time in it because it's in my top. I I loved that show and oh. I had. Such high hopes for the ending. The Dharma Initiative. Every, oh, it. yeah, terrible. You know, you know what's interesting about all the shows you mentioned, Grant. Nerding out a little bit, you picked shows that were very instrumental for their networks. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost. Lisa just mentioned this. Lost and Desperate Housewives. Yes. Uh, completely saved the ABC Maybe. network. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand four. That was that. If you want to put a bookmark, I call them bookmarks, uh, you know, in this. And that. If you want to put a bookmark in TV history, the 2004 fall season was revelatory for ABC and television in general because of three shows that debuted all at the same time. Desperate Housewives. Great show. Lost mm-hmm. and Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. It one I getting one season single handedly took ABC from the toilet to the stratosphere. All three of those shows became phenomenons. Oh, the mystery! Not just hits; they were phenomenons. Mm-hmm. Um, and some burned out quicker than others. Um, you know, Desperate kind of burned out. Yeah, it did. Was white hot and then burned out kind of quickly. But and then Home Improvement again, ABC was a great era of ABC um, home, you know, TGIF yeah. uh, home improvement. 
Roseanne. Yeah. That that early nine late eighties, early nineties uh, ABC. And then nine oh two one oh for my network Fox. That was the first mega, mega hit for Fox. It was. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, like I'm talking Married with Children was around too, mm-hmm. but that had more at, at the beginning a niche audience. 90210 was a, again, that put Fox on the map. I love that show. Oh, yeah. It was oh. giant. It was huge. It was huge. <laughs> I rewatched it during the pandemic and I just, and then it was when Dylan's character, I can't remember his name, passed away at the same time of a Luke stri- Perry. Luke Perry. I was crying. I mean, when I found out, because oh. I was reliving that show during that time he passed. And then he passed. And oh. I was just like, torn apart yeah torn apart so when we come back we'll hear from colin and lisa we're talking about our our all-time try saying that five times our all-time favorite shows when we return and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s saturday julie has a love-struck young suitor we could go away together but her heart's set on an older man on the love boat then mr rourke plays matchmaker for a jilted bride i want a husband i send her and mastermind for a would-be jewel thief on Fantasy Island. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. That's right. That's the great Ernie Anderson. He was the official announcer for the ABC network, uh, late 70s through the early 90s, right? Uh, Right at about the time the home improvement era started. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then he retired. And he's the father... Of movie director Paul Thomas Anderson. Hmm. Uh, little little family connection there. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk and live streaming all over the earth at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jace. Lex and Holly are off uh, from Lori and Julia. A Grant is here. Uh, Collins here. And Lisa LaCourcier. We're talking about our greatest shows of all time. If we were to construct a list, uh, we're getting a lot of emails, too, about it. Stillwater Steve, longtime my talker, oh, gave us some picks. He has some good ones on this. Uh, Cheers. That's one of mine, too. Three's Company. The Love Boat. Oh. Twilight know. Zone. Twilight Zone. It's a good one. Uh, ladies first, Lisa Corsier, I turn to you. Give me some of your all-time favorite shows, one or two or 80. Um, <laughs> You know, I've always kind of liked weird. I-, I love Larry Sanders. Oh. That was a great show. That's a good one. I was God. into Entourage big time oh, back in the day. I was. Yeah, I Grant, was. Grant, did you like Entourage too? I, I did. The movie didn't hit so hard with me, but the show. Didn't watch the movie. Yeah, the show that Ari Gold's character was. Oh, that character who was played by Jeremy Piven was an epic character of all time. <laughs> and Lost, I was so into it, too. So, like, with me, that was my, that was the one show that I would sit down. Appointment television. A hundred percent. I loved it. I loved it. And so, again, just a very disappointing ending. And then I think, you know, like, most more recently, I, you know, The Crowns, The <sighs> Downton Abbeys. Um and then I love ghosts. You guys turned me on to ghosts. Colin did. I got to give you yeah, that a great show. That is such great a show. great show, you guys. And then has anybody ever watched What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I that love is that so show. great. <laughs> so I like Mike started watching it and I just couldn't get into it. I, I, I came into it like walked into him watching an episode. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing. And he's like, you have to watch it from the beginning. So yes. then we started over. Oh, I'm God. obsessed with it. It's so Those good. characters are so fantastic. One of my high school five, Angela, when I went to visit the girls in Indianapolis a couple months ago, 
got me into it, and now I love it. Oh, it's so well done. It's great. It's so, so good. Yeah. Colin Matheson? Um, the one that comes to top of mind, no surprise, is Friends. Like, that was it. Must-see TV? Yep. Um, mm. I've just seen it so many times, and it's on all the time. And, yeah. Um, but, like, other ones that had an impact, um, Grey's Anatomy, um, as we kind of mentioned, that was... I you know when it first started I was like meh okay but then like I got into college and I uh, would illegally download everything on LimeWire and <laughs> put it burn it to a disc and yeah um, what else oh come on Kyle I'm sitting here waiting I, there's one that I thought for sure you would immediately mention that you haven't oh okay well the next one I was going to say is the Good Wife yeah no. okay. <laughs> good that show. was that was my third one that's a more recent one again drama but so well oh, done God. and the more time passes the more I appreciate the art of the storytelling in that show not the show <sighs> I mean the show itself is great but like if you talk about good writing and you look at it as a whole like it's it, the uh, finale mirrors the premiere and the character development like she becomes exactly what she despised in the premiere. Um, it's it's so well done. Okay, I need to I need to oh, start it. I know you guys have been talking about it for years, Lisa and LaCourcier. I do I do need to. It's a big commitment because it's like a you know a twenty two episode season and like seven seasons. <sighs> but but it's such a good ride. It's such a good ride, and it's good there. the whole way through. Yeah, I mean the last few seasons are a titch worse, but not not bad. It's not still bad. got its own drama though. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. so I have to ask, are are you guys watching Yellowstone or mm-hmm. 1880 blah, 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 no. or whatever, any of those? Grant, you're nodding. Yes, you are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yellowstone okay. is fantastic. Yeah. It's been, am I the only person on the planet? I feel like I have to watch one show, and then I have to watch a Ghosts or a What We Do in the Shadows or something after, because they're so depressing. It, there's just so <laughs> much hate and you killing. said that. And it I, is a violent, like, it is so show. heavy. And I, a lot of drama, like, yeah. I get, oh God. And, and I love to binge watch. I love to watch two or three shows at a time. I can't do it with those shows because it's just so heavy. And so I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's a run for that show right now, a popularity aspect to it that everybody, like, you know, you feel like you have to watch it because everybody's watching it, but it's not everybody's cup of tea. So don't, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about that. That it's We, we tried. And I, I think we might go back to it. I don't want to speak for you, Kyle, but everybody around us loves it. Yeah. Your dad just, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over that. My parents, too. And Blue Bloods. Yeah, Blue Bloods. That's my parents. Like, Blue Bloods. Oh, my God. My Tom mother Selleck and my dad. Bloods. What Jesus is Christ. it? What, what, what is it? It's like, it's like catnip I was just say, for it's the over 60 crowd. Yeah. Baby Boomers and Tom Selleck. It's like, what boom. is it? I don't know. But she, she schedules, well. Hi, she's in assisted living, so it's not like she's got a lot on her dance card. But she, but she, she like is obsessed. NCIS. Well, oh my yeah, god! My dad, my dad is obsessed with the Chicago lineup. So Chicago oh, Fire, oh, Chicago CSIs, oh. and all those. Yeah. Okay. You guys. Speaking of Chicago, I w- you, you now brought up two things that reminded me: Chicago Hope, and when you brought up Friends, the lead into ER back in the day. Those, those were my yes. first two medical shows. My mom was just into. I remember. I remember when Doctor Green died on ER. Oh yeah, and Somewhere Over the Rainbow played, and my mom was crying, and I was crying with my mom. But those were some impact shows. I feel like back in the day, Chicago. Well, ER more than Chicago. Get about but. ER. Yeah, I never got into ER. 
I never did. <sighs> um, a, a show that no one's mentioned that is on my actually top five is Six Feet Under. Oh, God, what Good a great one. show. Oh, Six Feet Under is... Is that yes. HBO? It's, it's yes. HBO. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just... Yes, agree. I need to go back. Can you t- still get that? Can you still yeah, watch you it? you can still watch okay. on HBO Max. Max. It is... That is a show that really didn't falter as far as quality is concerned. Mm-hmm. Now, and there's an asterisk to this next one because the quality did suffer, but the first four seasons of Dexter... Mm-hmm. are some of the best television mm-hmm. of the last 15, 20 years. Love it. Stop at for four. Um, season four of Dexter is near perfect. Look at like you. literally near perfect. Two we just sh- watched it. Two Michael C. Hall shows in a row there mm-hmm. for you. Oh, I love you. him. Yeah. Oh, I love Michael C. Hall. Mm-hmm. I, I would let him wrap me in plastic. <laughs> I would let him. Yeah, I would Put you mind. on a table, wrap you in plastic. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. It would Just don't matter. dismember you. Yes, please, please. <laughs> don't, don't cut my cheek and take a drop of my blood, please. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like to be cut. But anyway, no, but those two shows would be on my, and obviously not, um, and Good Wife. And I got to credit Colin. Colin tried for a couple of years to get me to watch. He and his mom watched it, and I finally got on board. The Good Wife? The Good Wife. Yeah, because it's not your kind of show. You don't like a legal drama, like the, a continuing story like that, that you're just like, no. Mm. But oh. oh, it's so Mm-mm. good. I do not like legal shows. This, though, it's, it's uh, everything Colin said. It is the writing, and it is the music. Really? The music is a star of that show. The score is so good. And Juliana Margulies, Alicia Fork yes. is one of the best characters, one of the best female characters in the of network television of the last twenty years. Hmm. Alicia Florek and and um, what's Christine Bransky's character? Diane, Diane Lockhart. Lockhart. Diane Lockhart. Those two, oh, uh, some of the best women on television. Period. Hmm. I I just and then everything Colin said about the show. Did- did you watch Allie McBeal back in the day? A little bit. That annoyed me. I like. Yeah. I, I liked it, and then I was just annoyed. Yeah. By everyone's characters. That was a show that again that burned mm-hmm. bright, yep. and then pff, yeah, came back down to earth. Well, and The Good Wife has such great guest stars, and they oh, keep yes. reusing them, so they come back, and it's great. Like Elsbeth Tassioni, um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, oh. but um, what's her name? Carrie Preston. No, Carrie. Carrie Preston. Is it Carrie Preston? Carrie Preston. She plays Elsbeth. Oh, like you just love. It's like this is an Elsbeth episode. It's like this is going to be hysterical because she's so okay. quirky right. and you, weird. Okay. At least you got to start it. You got to start it. You got to start it. We're going to take a break, everyone. Stay right there. Buckle your safety belts. We'll be back after these words. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's not very often an event comes along that brings everyone together. And what better reason than friends? Join us on one final night for one final goodbye. Do not get on this plane. Television's biggest night. The two-hour Friends finale begins 8, 7 central, NBC Thursday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled (laughs) mediocre radio show. That was dedicated to my husband. He cries every single time. Every (laughs) single 
time. Grant Watching and I were finale? literally just talking about this. I go, I cry every time every I watch that. When I looked right at him and said that, he goes, me too. Did she get off the plane? Did she get off Did the, she plane? the plane? I got, I got off the I plane. I got off the plane. Cry. Every single time. Oh. That's every, true. Yes. What's your, and, oh, sorry, I don't mean no. to What's your favorite all-time episode of that show, off the top of your head? Oh, God. God. I don't know. Um, I do love the, um, I can't think of the name of the episode, but when they're playing the, the lightning round, the lightning the, round that's game. my favorite yep. when they switch apartments. That's yep. my favorite episode. Yep, that's a good one. God, I love you, Colin. Sorry to interrupt, Jason. <laughs> we can have our love no. fest another day. Oh, no, no, no. Please continue. Or, but right now, how about this to make you both cry? I want to see both of you cry. Here's that scene from uh, the Friends finale. Oh my God, did she get off the plane? Did she get off the plane? I got off the plane. <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps. Oh yeah, I got the gooses. She got off the plane. <laughs> Some, well, I got a little little moisture. <laughs> little, are you a little moisture? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I, I, to... I can cry during a commercial for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it's bad. People have been emailing um, like crazy on our uh, show page, and Phil actually Phil Jones had a good one that I completely forgot, and and I almost called you Lex, Kyle. Kyle, I think it'll be on your list, maybe top twenty. I don't know if about your top ten. It's in my top ten. Veep. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, you talk, Colin mentioned writing with um, with a good wife. Right, Kyle, the writing on Veep. Yeah. The insults, the insults that come out of her mouth. It, like, I can't even play them. Oh, no. It's just, it's just <laughs> one cuss word after Jolly green blank uh-huh. face is my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, it that show. I always make. I always say on the show that Colin laughs forty four times a year. When we would watch that show, you wouldn't you? You oh. really would laugh out loud. There's nothing like the the writing on that show, and it's like it's it's so funny. It's hysterical. I laugh yeah. every time. Somebody uh, a lot of Twitter responses too. As far as all time favorite shows. There are some classics that I didn't mention. Karen mentions the Carol Burnett show. Uh, absolutely. You talk about a, a revelatory show for CBS. Um, the Carol Burnett show really, really was. Bob Newhart. I would put Mary Tyler Moore, yeah. the Mary Tyler Moore show, in in my top ten. All in the Family um, would be in my list as well. I used to watch um, I Love Lucy on my lunch breaks and stuff in college. That's right, you did. Yeah. I love Lucy so good. It holds up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody wrote Gilmore Girls, sent in, uh, and I never got into Gilmore Girls. Lisa, did I you didn't. ever get? No. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin, did you? I can't remember if you did. I did not. Okay. I, I, I didn't think you did. Because, uh, and a lot of people are saying The Wire on oh, yeah. HBO. Yeah. I never watched that either. I never did. And that, I got to tell you, every list. Every single list of the best TV shows of all time, whether it's Rolling Stone, Variety, everybody puts The Wire really uh, on that list. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't get it. Did you yeah. watch Mad Men? 
No. Mm-mm. I didn't either. I couldn't get into it. Did you, Grant? No, that was it was too slow for me. I know that I, I, it may be weird to say that. I just I couldn't get into the characters. Nothing about that show gave me the goosebumps. No. Nothing. People love it. If you if you watched it, people swear by it. I mm-hmm. never got into it. Me too. I, I need to eventually watch it. Uh, and here's an unpopular opinion, and longtime my talkers, I think, will know what I'm gonna say. I am I am the minority. I don't like Seinfeld. I don't either. I'm not a huge Seinfeld okay, fan either. Okay, thank you. No, no. Mike has rewatched it since him and I have been together. I think he's rewatched it three times. But he just likes to have a show on in uh, the background. Me too. I'm like Mike. Yes. So he will just sit and he's watched. He watched that. He's watched Cheers. He's watched Cheers. Oh, Cheers my, is so good. My yeah. name is Earl. Um, like <laughs> some of these, just to have you know something in the background. But yeah, he loves Seinfeld. I can't. I'm not. Grant, are you a Seinfeld kind of guy? Well, it's funny when I was growing up because I was such a Friends person. I feel like there was that divide, Friends or Seinfeld, and I was all Team Friends. As I've gotten older, I appreciate it a little bit because of Larry David and Curb Your yeah. Enthusiasm. I really like that show, so I've gone back now and watched some Seinfeld episodes and found the humor because I see the Larry David aspect of it that I appreciate. But Seinfeld himself actually really annoys me as a as a yes, character, as a comedian, yes. as a person. I just don't like him. Sorry. And I know this is a talk show, but it's a television show. Uh, my top five, one of them would be the Oprah Winfrey show. Oh. Obviously. I mean, it really would. I mean, that's influenced. Huh? It, it's right. It would be right after Dallas and Knotts. It really is. I mean, I there are episodes I could quote for heaven's sake and so many lessons. Yeah, it's probably one. Of, it is my one of my favorite shows. And being from Chicago, the Chicago area, I watched it from literally the beginning uh, when it was AM Chicago. So I, I would put that on the list oh. as far as all-time favorite shows. But, yeah, Carol Burnett. Oh, when someone mentioned that. And Cheers, again, oh. such a good writing. I mean, you talk good writing. Mm. That show never faltered. If anything, I think it actually got better yes. as the years went on. I think uh, Christy Alley was better than the, the character. Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Mm-hmm. Oh. Totally agree. By far. And the end scene when he shuts the lights off to that bar, oh. that's another ending that gets me. I mean. Sorry, we're closed. Yeah. A great ending. Great ending. And the way that show started, too, with the young man coming to the bar who's like Mm -hmm. 16 years old and hands him a military ID. And he's like, well, based on this, you were born in like 1947 because this is back, you know, in the 80s. And it's just a great it's the way that show opened to the way it ended. It was. Well, think about Woody Harrelson coming on, replacing Coach. Oh, and Coach was an amazing character. How can you replace Coach? And you did. And they did. And then how how could you replace Diane? And they They did. did. Yeah. Those producers, Glenn Glenn Charles and and James Burroughs, they're masters. Did you know that the font was white on the last episode? The only time the font was white on the closing credits. Not yellow. Right, you're you're like my child. Yes, look, exactly. look, oh God, Grant's made me very happy right there. We're gonna take a break. Our third and final hour with our special holiday friends will begin right after this. In the meantime, don't forget to download the newest episode of TFG. Find us wherever you get your podcast. We'll be right back.